Let's do the gosh darn show, oh, shall we? Yeah. Shall we? Is I'm everybody stoked. all settled in? I'm so stoked. Are you? Yes. That makes one of us. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do the program. Hey, I'm excited for the first half of the show. 24 to two, Can I start the gut? When I say, can I have a clean break to yeah. start the program? No. <sighs> <laughs> Let's do the show. Whenever you're ready. No, that's not. It's not a fun. It's not a fun bit. It's not. You know what's not? You know what's not a fun bit? Continuing to fuck with me. You know that's how I feel. Every domain, daddies. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm entertaining. Shut the. I learned it from watching you. All right. I have daddy comedy. I have two fears in life: people leaving me and stepping on Jesse's toes. Oh, I know. I'm afraid of those toes too. I am. Always right, right there, just this this far from losing it completely, and this turning from a comedy club into a crime scene. So if yeah. everybody promptly named, if everybody can just reel it the fuck in. Am I the only goddamn professional here? All right, I'm wearing a goddamn blazer. Can we? It's, it's probably not a. It's more a sport coat. I don't know. Let's do this. Can we? Let's. Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, right. Stab's team of comedy right. scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called Stab. This is Stab, already drooling over next week's Brown and Serve Bounty. Let's introduce tonight's panel. Our first panelist is made entirely of right angles. He's the host of Capital Punishment. It's Mark Berg. <laughs> Hello. Our second panelist once dared a lamp to punch him in the face and has regretted it ever since. They're the co-host of Sketchy Friends' Milk Surface. Hi. Hey there. And our third panelist makes more bad decisions before 8 a.m. than most people do all day. He's an incredible stand-up comedian. It's Benton Harshaw. And I'm, and I'm your host, Jesse Jones, food coma survivor. Welcome to the Stab Show, everyone. Be sure, if you find yourself, some for some reason, near a radio on Saturday nights at 11, uh, to tune in to Cuts LPFM, curl up uh, with a nice warm beverage and nothing else, and listen to the Stab Show on KUTZ LPFM 103.1 or CutsFM.org. Let's meet tonight's panel. That's not Kim. Oh, I changed everything but that one word. <laughs> Let's meet tonight's panel. Mark. Hello. Hi there. Good to Hi. see you. Jesse, quick question. Yes. Why 92 hours? Um, It was a completely arbitrary number when we typed up that script and sent it over to John Alston. Okay. Not once have I had 92 hours. Uh, yes. I don't think it's ever been more than 12? maybe 50. You guys act it like just you're not... You have between 24 and 3 days and 20 hours. Well, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. maybe. One of these days, I'm gonna gotta keep you on your toes. One of these days, I'm gonna deliver them 92 hours early, and somebody is gonna shit their pants and then not start writing until noon the day of the show anyway. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. It doesn't. I was just curious. <laughs> Mark. Yes. Hi there. Hello. Good to see you. Good to see it you. It has been too long. Yes. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's I, my fault too. Yeah. It's well, a two-way street. It's true. Fuck you, Mark. <laughs> no. <laughs> Suck my dick lovingly. Yes. <laughs> I've never known that feeling. It's always been angrily. Uh, Mark, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing... How's Capital Punishment? 
capital punishment. We're going. We're going through. Uh, we're going through a bit of a growing phase. Oh yeah. Uh, Daniel Humbarger mm-hmm. has moved to Hawaii. Oh. Yeah. So Justine Lopez is our new yes. uh, co-host. Yes. I've She's seen. doing amazing, of and uh, we're actually starting to branch out from Luna's. Oh. And I think in January you can find us at uh, Henry's Pub. It used to be Alley Cats on O Street. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Sure. So we're starting. We're we're trying to get out, branch out a little bit more. Sure. Sure. Well, if you ever actually want to do the show like inside a club, uh, you s- come on down. <laughs> awesome. Done. <laughs> yes. Please. Yeah, I'll, I'll message the guys right now. <laughs> no. And gals. You, you had to know there was an open invitation, or maybe not. Let me, okay. Maybe not. I'll message them. Thank you. How maybe are you, Jesse? Maybe it was that one time that I just just rained down a flurry of punches. On uh, Damien Harmony. <laughs> yeah, well, he deserved it. <laughs> that Whatever never, it that was. Never what, that what never I, happened. I've had contestants email me separately. I'm like, is Damien a bit much sometimes? Like, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's no Damien a bit much Harmony. That's, <laughs> guys. We love him. It's part of the charm, I guess. He's right? got to know who he is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you have to go in knowing exactly what you're, what you're going into. And, and that's yeah. Damien Harmony. Exactly. <laughs> No, he's a wonderful gent. Yes. With way too much knowledge on very specific subjects. And just happens to be a bit much sometimes. Yeah, it just happens. Yeah. Just sometimes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Some, sometimes it just happens. I don't know why I'm Mickey Mouse now. Sometimes it just happens, you know? <laughs> well, good that you've now got a second location, but we love Lunas, so. Yeah, we all do. So, so. But sometimes you got to branch out. That's true. Like we did. <laughs> we were Lunas, and then we got our own place because we couldn't handle it. <laughs> too much, too much uh, salsa. Too much. It was just lines going down the block. Going, oh. we can't wait to get into staff. Oh, yeah. My coworker is showing up and then leaving halfway through the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is this the view? What is happening? You We're guys trying <laughs> to get down the. I haven't seen Mark Berg in a while. Just talking vague it's shit. On no, local so and some of these were. No, we love Luna's. We, we love Luna's. Luna. Sometimes Damien's a bit much. The last time I remember being on stab. My drunk coworker showed up halfway through the show, yeah. made a racket for like <laughs> ten minutes, and then left. And then the best part was after the show, they it turned out they just went to Simon's and they came back like, "Oh, <laughs> we missed the show. I'm sorry." Just yeah. Like, no, we all saw you. <clears throat> it was. We were at Luna's. It was a lovely time. Anyway, well, good to see you, Mark. Good to see you, sir. Good to see you. Uh, tell Damien uh, kisses. I don't know. <laughs> um, milk. Yeah, milk service. Hi there. Hi. How are you? Good. We're just gonna keep talking very, very high. Oh. Um. How how are how are things in the milk empire? You got infomercial. You got sketch friends. You got various other projects. Yeah. How are things going? Good. Yeah. Uh, a lot of changes happening. Uh, mm. Domain Daddy should be coming back. Uh, oh. Going branch it out to online, so we have a lot of exciting guests coming in. Oh man. Uh, going to force Melanie Ford <clears throat> McRib. Uh, Frankie into it more often. Okay. Uh, they were already on it like half the time. You can't have them more often. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nymphomercial is was in a hiatus because mm-hmm. I had a, a penis, which is a psychogenic non-epileptic seizure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's coming back. Uh, got <laughs> a seizure really, of the show. Yeah, got a. <laughs> Really cool guest coming up, and uh, our 100th episode soon. Oh. And then, fuck, what other podcast do I do? No, There's another no. one. Oh, Radio Flom. That's, oh, yes. that's coming together. 
Oh, I get emails harassing me daily to make sure things are happening. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, good, um, I guess. <laughs> people want yeah. more milk. Yeah. So that's... <laughs> There's no other way to say it. it. There's no other way. Yeah. Uh, well, and you're going to be doing a lot more around here as well. Not, not that you're already not doing a lot around here. Yeah, but we might start some uh, other projects we've so talked about. Projects. So many projects. Oh, I'm even TikToking now. Ooh. Yeah. It's mostly about depression. <laughs> sure. Or drinks. Yeah. Isn't that like a third of TikTok? Yeah, actually. <laughs> no, that's as far as I've seen. That's uh, that's Instagram. No, most of my TikTok is just... You have autism. So <laughs> that's been a fun learning experience. <laughs> All right. That's how you learned? Uh, yeah. No, actually, okay. The, the thing is, is okay. uh, it was during an episode of an infomercial, and we're talking about a lot of stuff from our, our past. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait a second. <laughs> I was like, I think I have autism. And everyone in the room was like, Yeah. <laughs> You're just now figuring this out? Always the last to know. Yeah, and then I asked all my autistic friends, and they go, oh, that's, you didn't know? <laughs> See, in the old days, you just, you just bring your kid down to the train yard. If he gets a boner, he's autistic. Yeah. And then, yeah. So. yeah. That was the only way you ever knew. <laughs> that's, a that, problem is, that was, was the real test. <laughs> in my hometown, the, the railroad is also where all the pornography was dumped, so well, yeah. it was well, hard to tell. That's, that's not just your town. <laughs> that's the second test. Bring them <laughs> okay. to a sex shop and see if they don't get a boner. Yeah. No, if, if you in your... If, You're if actually you, really on track right now. So. <laughs> so what if it's a sex shop at the train yard? Uh, then everyone gets railed. Is that a double blind? Schrodinger's... Uh, boner. <laughs> Schrodinger's autism. Yeah, the cat could not have autism or have autism at could. the same time. That's oh. the probability way. The Actually, is, fun fact: cats is, can't have autism. I looked it up. They oh, uh, can have Down syndrome, though. Okay. And it will show up in taxidermy. Anyways, yeah, go on. Yeah, the thing is, <laughs> why the, do you know that? The thing is, you called that a fun fact. So let's <laughs> <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Milk. Good to have you. Oh, As good to always. be here. Good to have you back in town. Yeah. Uh, Benton. Yeah. Finish it up. <laughs> what do you mean finish? Ask me how I. Why do I get the, the clinical? Because you're Ask actually still working. Hey, Benton. How are actually... you? He might be trying to hack into the Twitter mainframe right oh. now. I would only know uh, if he dramatically turned to me, lowered his glasses, and said, "I'm in." <laughs> uh, Ask me about my life. I am. I'm in the process of it. How are you, Benton? I'm good. Yeah? I'm good. Are uh, you? Uh, I'm not autistic. Uh, well, that you know. Well, I think <laughs> <laughs> I think I know. Well, That's what right. we do tonight. Just test me for autism yes. instead of doing the, the show. The show is stopping down. We're all going to take whatever online tests we need to. That's actually the whole point of STAB. There's too many <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tests for that. Uh, but I'm good. Look at I'm, trains. I'm, I'm very tired. Sleepy. Yeah. I'm on, I've been on... I, I have a lot of shows this week, oh. so I've been... Uh, well, humble brag. Not humble. <laughs> I, they're not great shows. Okay. <laughs> they're not good. They're not things are going well shows. Okay. This well, is the best one, right? Uh, He's not this. That's not what he you, said. That's were you able to rebook that gig at the old folks' home? Which one? <laughs> I don't know. I was just listening more, to a stab. I, I do yeah. play a lot of old folks' homes. <laughs> I, I was listening to that one recently as well. Yeah. Um, so I was going to ask you what you're up to, but it sounds like you're very busy. So um, you're up to a lot. Yeah, and uh, and just, hating all of it. Just apparently. enjoying uh, life. Uh, oh, I went fly fishing recently. Yes, that yes, was very I, fun. I've heard. Um, you're and, uh, yeah, that's about <laughs> it. Dating somewhat oh, here and there. Well, that's been 
First Do time tell, I, Ben. <laughs> first time <laughs> oh. I've casually dated in my life, so that's been kind of weird. Oh. But nice. kind of learning what, what that is. Most yeah. people say they're dating someone. You said somewhat. He's going out on dates. Dating someone. With what? Attempting yeah. to date. You know, dating. Dabbling You're going in the out dates. on dates. Okay. Going out on, you know. I thought that was code. Date dabbles. I feel like this is turning into a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> so you went on a date. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We Jerry, artistic. I haven't Jerry, seen I really want to say this word. <laughs> <laughs> we will I'm not. trying to say I casually dated her. Okay. Jerry, these swarthy guys were coming up to me. <laughs> <laughs> getting out of control. I need to get this back on. Someone's going to Google that word. Yeah, we're going to get copyrighted. Back on these sexy, sexy rails. Uh, let's get into the actual program. A little, a little leisurely. Again, uh, no 8 o'clock so we can stretch our legs and explore everything. Uh, segment one is reorganization. This week, uh, partially by special request. And partly because this panel looks to be comprised entirely of 14-year-old boys. This week's reorganization is Pokemon! <laughs> Apparently, uh, a new game is coming out, and uh, cards are being stolen from Target pegs like every 15 minutes. So, uh, apparently these pocket monsters just aren't gonna go away. So, we might as well address them. And instead of the multi billion dollar multimedia empire that we understand p-o-k-e-m-o-n to be how about you tell me who or what else p-o-k-e-m-o-n might stand for or represent to you mark berg what's your poke man hey you yeah you hmm? do you or someone you know have an undying love for these little creatures known as pokemon or <laughs> pocket monsters, mm. and just cannot stop showing them off to everybody. Well, then do we have a new corporately sponsored item for you. Now introducing the must-have app, Pokemon Go! <laughs> okay. Whether you're being stared at intently on the bus, notice a fella lurking around the playground from a safe 500-yard <laughs> distance, or simply want to tarnish someone's reputation, labeling someone's pocket monster is just a single click away. With Pokemon Go, you can instantly tag as someone as being a Pokemon and classify their pocket monster, whether it be creep, stalker, or the classic pedophile. Sure. Now everyone, <laughs> now everyone with the Pokemon Go app will be notified when a newly appointed pocket poker is within their vicinity by emitting a high frequency piercing shriek which grows louder as the Pokemon draws closer. In the modern age, we can never be too sure when someone is simply just staring off into space or mentally preparing to challenge you with their pocket monster. So download Pokemon Go today! <clears throat> Pokemon Go! From the makers of Hitler Finder. <sighs> if I had a nickel you could keep per, stab open. Yeah. Just <laughs> one more month. One more month, guys. No, if I had a nickel for every stab show that started with pedophiles, then I could keep the, the theater open. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Mark. Uh, I don't mean that. Uh, <laughs> no. The thank you? Well, thank you. No. I'm working with what you gave me. Sure. Sure. Sure, sure just not good. <laughs> no. Good stuff, Mark. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Good to have you back. <laughs> how many was it how many years was it last time all right double it <laughs> no good to have you mark 
milk. You specifically requested a Pokemon uh, themed prompt. Uh, and fortunately, I hadn't already written stuff, so I was able to give it to you. Um, did you make an acronym out of it? Unlike somebody else? <laughs> yeah. Let's hear you. Wait, hold on. Hold on. I want to. We got time because Willie's not doing a sure. show tonight. Now, I know reorganization is normally for an acronym. It Pokemon is. is not an acronym. That's now. true. So I thought I'd go with what if the whole company was reorganized into something else? Oh, okay. Yeah. See. The, the instructions for the prompt do say. No, no. <laughs> it's just who or what else does Pokemon represent to you? So, Mark Berg, I'll allow it. I'm picking that flag up. We're, <laughs> we're playing on In most cases, <laughs> if it was an actual acronym, I would do it. But an acronym is something like the word scuba or laser. Sure. Most sure. of them are initialisms anyways you do on the show. Yeah, it's uh, a difference between... No, uh, I, I've gotten us back to actual acronyms. John veered way off the path. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm no, <laughs> you have a right to be upset because most people confuse acronyms and abbreviations. They are not the same thing. Abbreviations mm -hmm. are like dumbass type, like little PMP you mm -hmm. see behind someone's name in an email string, <laughs> where an acronym is an actual word. Like scuba stands for self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. And the one time, yeah. the one time I give you something a little more abstract, you got to jump on it, Mark Berg. No, I like the idea of like, <laughs> like. You can you can invade someone's phone and call them a pedophile. <laughs> sure, you like that. Okay. Inside the. Do you want like to be a pedophile? Now, oh shit! No. I'm writing the app right oh, now. Oh okay. I'm excellent idea, Mark right, Berg. Anyway. I I'll back you. I've got no. like five cents because oh. you just uh, mentioned pedophile again. So. I'm just shut up. Inside the alt comedy studio. <sighs> talking shop. Yeah. <clears throat> this is gonna be a. Hour and a half episode that I'm gonna have to somehow wrangle back into forty minutes of content. No, I'll be quiet from here on out. <laughs> You're fine, Mark. You're wonderful. I give people too hard a time. Thank you, Mark. Oh, human contact. <laughs> <laughs> Milk. Let's move forward, shall we? We're we're one fifteenth of the way into the show. We need to pick up the pace. Milk. Hi there. What Hi. have you in the way of a uh, Either straight up Pokemon or P O K E M O N. Just, just do something. Yeah. No. Thanks, Jesse. <laughs> thanks for having me on. Yes. Everyone, my name is Milk Service. You may know me from this episode of Stab. Uh, how are you doing tonight? <laughs> doing good. Enjoying the show. It's been great so far. More pedophilia than I expected, but not bad. No. Me? Oh. Not that I. Expected. I fucking hate it. You know why? Today is November eighteenth. <laughs> the day. I chose to live towards. <laughs> I had a gun in my mouth and I pulled it out knowing Pokemon Scarlet and Violet were coming out. Mm -hmm. But you know what else I have? I have a powerful, opulent, kingly, employing monster ah. named Jesse P. Jones, keeping me away from my Fue Coco and the adventures we could be having in the Paldea region. <laughs> Discovering regional variants, new species, some of whom have convergently evolved into similar older species, oh. as well as paradox Pokemon, <laughs> a mystery yet to be unraveled. <laughs> In the first truly open world Pokemon game, kicking off Generation 9, on my Pokemon Scarlet and Violet OLED Switch. But no, I'm here at a fucking comedy show! <laughs> A so yeah, <laughs> that's my my Pokemon. Okay. 
All right. Is it really the ninth generation? Yeah. Can I say something? You make a you make a lot of loud noises for someone that claims to be autistic. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's why it took a while. <clears throat> All right. Well, um, if I counted that correctly, the the acronym was like no. half and half, yeah. right? Does that, that work? Was, that, that was uh, yeah. that was a P O K E and M. No monster. Uh, uh, I can't. Well, I acronymed the first half. I'm calling it 0 for 2. We're 0 for 2. Benton, uh, do something that has no relation to what you were asked to do. And give (laughs) give us your whatever the fuck. I I didn't do it well, but I did the thing. Okay, all right. This is the least written prompt of all mine. (laughs) All right. But I'll do a funny voice to make up for it. Oh, that's always the way. So is the world... (laughs) So it was in the world of Pokemon. Okay. And it was, you open a website on a web page and a little Pokedex. And the guy pops up and he's, he looks like Crocodile Dundee with like, a, like red red hair. Mm-hmm. And uh, clearly you can see nipple rings underneath like a sure. loose vest. Yeah. And he goes, Oi, howdy. <laughs> Welcome to my website. I'm Polly McPhillips, big game hunter. I also run a pop-up auto body shop and click on this link if you're interested in that. But this is my boutique big game meat website. If you sign up for Polly McPhillip's big game meat package, I ship you slices of the finest supreme cartoon multicolored meat <laughs> that's ever hit the market. We're running a new special, the Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Pokemon offered killed every Mondays on necessity. <laughs> That's an acronym. Yeah, it is. I did an acronym. You did. Does good that make you happy, Jesse? Oh, it's a good thing there's a table I in hunt, front of me. I hunt Pikachu's, Bidoof's, Charmeleons, the occasional Magikarp. Hunting these animals is difficult in the wild. There are usually lots of kids trying to teach them tricks and whatnot. But sometimes when the Pokemon run away, it's the perfect time to shoot them. <laughs> Sure. Or sometimes I catch them like the kids with the pokeball, and then I take the ball and I put it on the ground, and then I shoot the ball. <laughs> yeah. My brother, Professor Oak, isn't very supportive of my activities. He's a vegan or some shit. But if you're interested in such a deal, and uh, sizzling sides of Magikarp, or Venusaur sausage... <laughs> Or Blastoise, uh, insert meat name here. <laughs> <laughs> then sign up for Polly McPhillips, Big Game Hunter. Buh, buh, buh. And then flashes air horns. Buh, buh, buh. <laughs> Cause that, that, that's meat in that world, right? It has to be Pokemon. Because there's not like a field of cat. You never see a field Probably of cows. Like predominantly Tauruses. Yeah, there's because t- there are like deer and... It does yeah. seem like uh, Milk has that information. So as of a Generation 7, they just came right out. They're like, oh, yeah, they fucking eat the hell out of these things. Okay. Wow. Like every Pokedex entry was like, oh, this thing that looks like a fruit smells good. People eat it. That crab, its arms falls off. People eat it. Like everything was in there. They're like, this best friend of yours, they'll just eat that hole and it hurts. Yeah. It's like the people of the Johto region believe that uh, Pikachu testicles increase fertility. <laughs> yeah. You're going to tell me they don't? Yes. <laughs> Never worked for me. <laughs> you got to get them fresh to the ground. Yeah, you got to stop buying from the gas station. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the only place I get my Pikachu <laughs> testicles. 
<laughs> They're in blister packs. This little <laughs> a pill that's way too big. It's just all right, guys. Holy shit! It's almost seven thirty, and we're getting into segment two. <laughs> it's a good thing Willie might be sick. No, it's not. It's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. Settle down. <sighs> segment two. It's bootlegged. Uh, and sticking in the video game theme, what genre is more ripe for bootlegging than video games? Really, when you think about it, all games are just more elaborately re realized circles seeking different varieties of power pellets to slay thematically varying ghosts. Just like movies and TV and holidays or whichever else we've knocked off in the past, the key to video game success is just making something slightly different than something already making money. And if you're lucky your life's work won't be buried in a Nevada landfill. So in this edition of Bootleg It, you're tasked with taking these world-renowned successful properties and giving us your dollar store, flea market, bargain bin knockoff, counterfeit, or bootleg version of each of them. So let's get started with our number one example there. Uh, we go one, 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 two, two, two. You know, your standard segment two fare. Markberg, let's hear your knockoff Pac-Man. Tired of the old standard yellow three-quarter circle eats pellets and chases ghosts? Well, now try Six Pac-Man on Steam. In this adventure, instead of eating stale marshmallow pellets, you'll seek out six or more beers in each level and run from your ghosts and demons. Failing marriages, mounting debt, crippling addiction, you'll drink them all out of existence. Drink enough beers to ensure that you gain the strength to tell your children that they're a disappointment. Find the fifth of vodka to unlock unhinged <laughs> mode and let all your neighbors know exactly what you really think of them at the block party. Six Pac Man! <laughs> Buy it today. Nice. Jesse, hmm. I didn't know you started in a video game. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on. Come on. Uh, no, I've scrolled deep into, uh, into the Steam archives looking for games to play on, on Mondays. Uh, very surprised I haven't stumbled upon that. <laughs> it's <laughs> it just right be out there. there. It's just right there. Yeah. It's just easy enough to roll out. Thank you, Mark. Uh, uh, the milk. Hi. Uh, what have you in way of a bootleg Pac-Man? Hey, other young hip kids. I just got an email from my mom, and she <laughs> bought me Pac-Man. Sometime. Oh wait. wait. <laughs> yeah. Sometime later. Mom. Mom. N no, mom. This isn't Namco's Pac-Man. This is Pac-Mon? No, no, no. You, you don't understand. It's not even the same kind of game, you old yellow liver spotted fool of a mother that gave up her dreams to raise me. This is a glitchy mess of monsters and motorcycles. There's not even a single ghost in here. No! No! It's more than just a game, Mom. It's a medium in which I build a community with my friends and potential suitors. You think Rebecca's gonna kiss me at prom if I haven't eaten the cherries in the cave? Think Todd will let me on the team if these hands haven't fimbled a joystick to gobble up power pellets? Now why are you laughing? <laughs> I've never even seen you express joy since dad left and this makes you happy? Mocking me when I fail amongst my peers? I'll never get in the posse now. No, don't laugh! <laughs> Pack posse. Yeah. <laughs> You've got... Is your mom Miss Pac-Man? <laughs> you call me yellow. 
<laughs> just looks like your dad with a bow. <laughs> That's the future liberals want. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> For disclaimers reasons, I am trans. I can't make that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bill. <laughs> we need a little ticker at the bottom. <laughs> Yeah, just all the ways that everything that everybody says here is okay for them to say. Got trans and a Jew on the panel. We're set. <laughs> yeah. We can do anything. So many bases covered. Benton! <sighs> How about a Pac-Man from you? Cool. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's an off-brand video game. It's called mm-hmm. Whack-Man. <laughs> and it's a video game where um, the Pac-Man character, it's Pac-Man, but instead of Pac-Man, it's like a Freedom Riders slash like kind of blindside style teacher. <laughs> Chasing inner city kids around the screen, trying to teach them that Shakespeare's cool through the power <laughs> of rap. It's whack man, and you power up every time you run over a little like floating liberal arts degree, mm-hmm. and that's you can get them, you can teach them. <laughs> oh, nice. You can make them a linebacker. <laughs> yeah, gonna change lives. You're gonna teach them math. There's just so many, <laughs> so many things. Sorry, my reference goes back farther. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah. Is a competition? Over summer. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Benton. Thank you. It's it's a very uplifting game. It's confusing, but it's uplifting. And and racist. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's always racist. It's always racist. Mark! Hi! Hello. Let's fucking pick up the... Let's keep going. (laughs) Uh, Second time around, let's all hear from you guys, starting with Mark Berg. Your bootleg Grand Theft Autos. Oh, I spelled it uh, Audo. I'm not sure what happened there. Uh, (laughs) I knew what you meant. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto, guys. Looking for your spiritual successful to the highly successful Grand Theft Auto series? Well, then look no further than Petty Larceny, Mm. where you'll be tasked to rob a store, but ensure that you don't steal more than $950 of merchandise at the time. So can you get into that dressing room with those six pairs of pants and put them all at the same time and walk right out the door? Give it a try. And can you... Avoid lengthy jail time. <laughs> yes. I'd play this. <laughs> the The concept of having to stay under while also stealing the most expensive stuff you can. Yeah. That's pretty great. Yeah. Teaches you math. <laughs> Milk, your bootleg Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Has your car been stolen? Your tiger fondled? Your Pokemon murdered? Your sexual favors exploited? Let the law be on your side in the 2024 text-based law simulator releasing on the Fairchild Channel F. Grand Theft. Undo. (laughs) Okay. My reference older. Maybe. (sighs) Just don't don't fondle my tiger. Uh, (laughs) Don't. Uh, Benton. Hi. Hello. What do you have in way of a Grand Theft Auto bootleg? Uh, Grand Theft Catalytic Converter. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So you play as a meth head in the city of San Andreas, and the goal of the game is you're trying to buy a full set of dental implants through stealing catalytic converters. Uh, You never drive the cars, but you get to go under them. Also, you can't kill the hookers because in the game you are a hooker. that characters from GTA use. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why that isn't <laughs> an expansion like GTA Online. 
like actually <laughs> stealing catalytic converters from <laughs> online players actual the cars that they put work into yeah. oh. We well, both just the, went with DLC for Grand yeah, Theft Auto. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's no Priuses in Grand Theft Auto. Well, you can't the, steal a Prius. The life and times of catalytic converter stealing Craig. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a hot seller. Again, I would buy that. Uh, Mark, let's finish up our, or begin to finish up our tour through Bootleg It. Uh, and here, your Bootleg Minecraft. When Minecraft begins to lose its edge, it's time to step up the challenge meter and move on over to the coal mines of West Virginia. Well, your play is an eight-year-old boy who's just trying to help his family earn a living wage by helping squeeze into tight spaces and telling the adults whether or not the area you just found is safe or not. <laughs> Try today and survive the black lung. No, we won't, though. That's the problem. That's why it's so sad. My hit. My history is not your humor, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's reality. It's, yeah. I know. I don't. I don't mean. I don't mean to make fun of something that happened a hundred years ago. Well. Well, you you don't know. But that, I did. You don't know that Benton wasn't crawling around in in little coal mine crevices before he got. I don't. Here. I don't have black lung because that's problematic. I don't. <laughs> yes. Moving quickly on. Uh, milk? Hey. Hey, hey, buddy. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Let's hear your bootleg Minecraft. 11.45 p.m. Slack mail. We need to turn a profit ASAP. We'll report in the morning. 1.08 a.m. Discord post. Grimy, you uh, play the new Pokemon? Want to be a VC about it? Miss you. 1.09 a.m. Discord post deleted. 1.27 a.m. Discord post. You won't see that kind of self-burn on Macedon. LOL. Rolling crying emoji. 1.34 a.m. Discord post deleted. Six or 8.06 a.m. Slack mail. Meeting about the new direction later this morning. 3.37 p.m. Tweet. Introducing craft mind. Mind explosion emoji. 3.37 p.m. Tweet. These kids need to touch grass, get dirt under their nails, dig holes. 3.44 p.m. Tweet. Holes all the way to the other cities. Put some men in those holes. Drive cars and traffic through those holes and tunnels underground. Charge them with tolls. 8.04 p.m. Retweets previous tweets. 11.46 p.m. Tweet. First 48,000 kids to sign up get free Bitcoin emeralds. 11.47 p.m. tweet. I'm ruined. 11.52 p.m. Twitter deleted. All right. What a tale. Yeah. We went on a journey. It was an odyssey. Yeah. Most of which I could not understand. It's mostly boring. Huh? Like about the boring company. Oh. Yes. yes. He's digging into yeah. the earth. No, we get we get that now. You're too old and not dabbing and yeah. fortnighting to get my Minecraft references. <laughs> I, I don't get it either. <laughs> the other side of the spectrum. Just probably you're too young. <laughs> yeah. We, we got to find that sweet spot. You're no. too neurotypical. <laughs> I'm not. Listen. <laughs> my entire life I telling can't. people I'm not <laughs> autistic. <laughs> I saw the sign. <laughs> It opened up here. Uh, um, Benton, 
opened up your eyes and took yeah. away from eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> we're not we're not tying Ace of Base into your <laughs> into your autism. I don't know what's going on. Come uh, on, tell your nontism joke. Nontism? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's a sick <laughs> non-autistic burn. All you got to do is say my name, Jesse. I'll start. Ben, please, <laughs> let's hear your bootleg Minecraft. Uh, strip Minecraft? Sure. Um, not as sexy as it sounds. <laughs> you play as a child worker in Uganda mm-hmm. getting cobalt so that <laughs> Apple can release the new iPhone 16. Um, the game can only be played on hard mode, and it's coming to the App Store soon. Foreboding. Mm. Uh, <laughs> See, that's a that's a current tragedy, Mark. <laughs> yeah, well, we I, like to we like to was, bookend our tragedies yeah, around. I wasn't here. just trying to make the light of like actual child <laughs> labor. I talked about the death of Twitter. Mine's the biggest tragedy. Mm. <laughs> oh. oh no, not the not the social media. The one social media I've never had. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I, we know you're not autistic. <laughs> <laughs> I would feel worse. If I'd spent any time there. Uh, segment three. Let's keep moving. Uh, we're almost halfway there. <laughs> Can you believe it? Segment three. Uh, it's versus be versus. You guys have done most of the other segment threes too recently. Even you, Mark. Uh, <laughs> so we had to dig deep into the verses where we don't usually go. We all know the cliche. Extended family all coming together for Thanksgiving. Crazy relatives that you never talk to. All just spoiling to continue their once a year argument with some cousin or uncle or something that they're long ago blocked on Facebook for obvious reasons. What we're saying is that this holiday, above most others, really makes for prime pointless fighting. And that kind of <laughs> and that kind of makes the dry ass turkey seem completely not working. So, in that spirit, we give you versus be versus. Where you're presented with a confrontation between two combatants and asked to give us the results of this dinner table worthy brawl. So go on! Give us a rundown of how these fights go in your mind. Mark Berg! Yes. Uh, you got the most uh, fantastical one. So. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, no, you and yours, Benton, was the most grounded in reality. It was profiling. <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> so we get, we get less and less fantastical and more and more just sad. Was this down. life? Yes. Yes. Uh, Mark Berg, hey, who would win, in your guesstimation, in a fight between a coin purse full of losing raffle tickets with delusions of grandeur versus a stack of unredeemed mail-in rebates with imposter syndrome? Uh, I'm going to do my best Howard Cousel voice, and we'll see where where this voice evolves. Please. Welcome back to Friday night. (laughs) Friday night items forgotten in a purse fight night. Where tonight, our combatants are a purse full of losing raffle tickets with delusions of grandeur versus a stack of unredeemed mail-in rebates with imposter syndrome. Let me tell you, folks, this has been the most anticipated fight night of the year since the Paul brothers fought a bag of trash with boxing gloves duct taped to it. These champion fighters have been training for no for longer than they could have anticipated for for this event this evening. In the red corner, we have 
the losing raffle tickets with delusions of grandeur with a record of 0 and 10, but believe that record should be 10 and 0 based on favoritism and prior judgments. The unredeemed mail-in rebates with imposter syndrome are making their star debut tonight with a record of 0 and 0 in the ring, weighing in at nearly 8 grams. While that may seem like an advantage on the part of the rebates, they often undersell themselves as being less than valued or a chore. <laughs> Definitely need to get those rebates sent into therapy so it begins to know its own self-worth. <laughs> but anything can happen tonight in the ring. So let's get down ringside and see how the fight shakes out. Well, it looks like the raffle tickets are making quite the entrance. Really trying to pump up the audience tonight waving its arms up and down in an attempt to get the audience on their feet. But unfortunately, the audience has already heard the raffle poll and know that the raffle ticket has less than face value to it at this point. Ooh, and someone has thrown a loose ping pong ball at the raffle tickets. Ooh, the tickets did not like that one. And it's attempting to scale the barrier. I don't know where this voice is going. I don't know. Meanwhile, it looks like the mail-in rebates are having trouble making it out to the ring. They're just standing in the green room while their coach is letting them know that they could be worth something if they just sent it in. But the mail-in rebate just keeps shaking its head and saying that they're a fraud and they don't deserve to be here. But the coach is grabbing the env the return envelope and the stamps and the rebates are making a dash to the ring. It looks like we have a fight on our night, our fight on our hands tonight, folks. Down here at ringside, the fighters are getting ready to duke it out. It's an eight-round match this evening. The gloves has touched. And there's the bell. Ooh! And the losing raffle tickets with delusions of grandeur immediately put their arms down in motion for the mail-in rebates to come and take a free swing at them. This is a potential free hit for the mail-in rebates. But now the rebates are looking like they're contemplating if they even know how to throw a punch correctly. Just looking at their gloves back and forth, back and forth like they don't even know what the boxing gloves are for even more. The losing raffle tickets are laughing and trying to do what appears to be a moonwalk across the ring. Seems pretty clear to me that the losing raffle tickets <laughs> uh, already thinks that they have this match won and it's been decided. The mail-in rebates are back in their corner telling themselves that they could do it if they just concentrate a little bit and appear to be doing some light shadow boxing. Left jab, right jab, uppercut. We've seen those moves before. He's unlocking the basic combos, ladies and gentlemen. And that's the end of round one with zero punches landed to zero punches attempted. I don't even know if this round is going to come down to the judges. This is unprecedented, folks. Oh, my goodness. And here we go. Round two. Anything is possible. <laughs> There's two pages of this strap in. <laughs> the mail-in rebates are looking a little more confident, and that's a good sign because instead of squaring up, it looks like the losing raffle tickets are instead attempting to get the crowd back on their side by trying to get them to participate in the electric slide. I have no idea if that's even going to work, but that's just the kind of gutsiness we like to see here at Forgotten Items in a Purse Arena. 
the mail-in rebates are actually looking like they're beginning to take offense by this sort of chicanery and is taking the plastic cellophane off of the window of the return envelope. And oh my goodness, the mail-in rebates have thrown the cellophane over of the return envelope over the losing raffle ticket space and got it in a stranglehold. Never in my three days of fictional boxing announcing have I ever seen tactics such as these. The losing raffle tickets are flailing their arms around wildly and oh my goodness, they're going down. The rep called the match, the mail-in rebate with imposter syndrome hip one and oh, the, the, oh, the, the raffle tickets aren't getting up. Oh my goodness, no. Oh no. The medics are rushing up towards the stage okay. and the mail, the mail-in rebates are taken off. What? They're sticking stamps onto the return envelope and they're running toward the exit and oh my goodness, they found the mailbox outside. What are they gonna, oh my gosh, they're shoving themselves into the envelope and throwing themselves inside. What an ending. <laughs> The mail-in rebates have self-mailed them back to the company. I don't even know if we can forcefully remove them from the mailbox, because that's a felony by all accounts. You can't just take mail out of a mailbox. And the judges are looking amongst themselves and just shrugging one after the other. None of them know what to do anymore. I don't know who the winner of this fight is, but I can assure you that we all definitely wasted our time here this evening. <laughs> that's it. Oh, that's it. That's it. All right. Whew, truer words never spoken. <laughs> Man, I feel I, I feel like I'm an accessory now. That's... I was gonna write a whole part about everybody in the arena yeah. was an accessory for yeah. not helping. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody get the cellophane off of them! <laughs> Can't you see they're dying? So, I like how Mark has two voices. His voice and then his voice, but louder. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I started with with a fake voice or with a real person. Yeah. And like, yeah, like I said, I don't know where it's going to devolve. That's all right. Oh, you got, you got, yeah. You can't, you can't expect a, uh, uh, <laughs> an impression that you haven't really like nailed for yeah. years to, to stick around through a page and a half of 10-point single-spaced screaming. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that would have been tough. Would you would have hurt your voice. That was, yeah. So, so what of Howard Cosell? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. I'm sure he's used to it by now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Oh, now I feel bad. Those raffle tickets, they didn't deserve that. <laughs> they were kind of a dick, but then, all right, well, I'm a, I'm a gentle soul. I'm gonna, not going to be able to sleep tonight. Thanks, Mark. Uh, <laughs> hey, Milk! Uh, this makes only slightly more sense than the last one, but only slightly. Milk, let's hear who would win in a fight between a, a gravy boat full of fire ants versus a butterbell covered in mosquitoes. <laughs> I had to Google butterbell. Yeah, I didn't know it. A either. lot of people didn't know what it was yeah. when I told them I had this prompt. Mm -hmm. Um <laughs> the superior form of butter holding. Apparently. Uh, hi, I'm Johnny Sapp, and welcome back to the Bug Trap. <laughs> Today, we got 
quite the contestants for you. We've got a gravy boat full of fire ants mm -hmm. and a butterbell covered in mosquitoes, and we've got quite the field for them to fight on. Look at this spread. It's a full Thanksgiving dinner, mm -hmm. just in time for the holidays. But before we get to the action, let me tell you a little bit of facts. We'll start with the ants. They make uh -huh. look small, weak, and delicate like my wife Chantel's hands, who helps me craft this lovely dinner, but they are strong and oh, they Chantel. can cause so much emotion, I so much damage. <laughs> Next, we've got some mosquitoes in a butterbell. I used to be a chump that didn't even use a butterbell, but the smartest woman I ever met told me about it, and it's changed my life for the best. Unfortunately, that might be the only part that sticks around. <laughs> Let's get things ready. We're going to just start them up, put a line there, just watch them go and... <laughs> oh, no. I don't have a script. <laughs> I don't have a wife anymore. This, this was our dinner. I've lost everything for this fucking show. <laughs> You're watching this for one... Fights are just cruel, but these are bugs. They, they can't feel it. They have no ambition to fight. Why are you here? I get the money, and since the accident, I couldn't work, and I thought this was the only way I could support a, a family. I thought this was how I make myself worth it, so Chantel will stay, but now, now she's gone. Like and subscribe. <laughs> Sure, sure. Yeah, real somber, real quick. <laughs> like, oh. real quick. <laughs> uh, when I was uh, working on this prompt, I, I started, I go, uh-oh, a content creator losing everything to, to keep making content just because people enjoy it and it changes their life for the better but ruins them. Maybe I shouldn't do this. Yeah. Well, oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, though. Yeah, uh, happens. Appreciate love it. you. <laughs> appreciate it. Thanks. I'll never leave you. <laughs> This is, why do I still do this? Uh, <laughs> Benton! Oh, no. Well, I was going to say, take us away from all this, but then I remembered what I gave you. Yeah, you might have to, you might have to <laughs> put a different name on this <laughs> so people can't Google find this one. It's a completely fictional, uh, could, could be anybody. Oh, I'm serious. <laughs> you're going to put my other name on there. <laughs> all right. Well... Um, uh, <laughs> Blanford Hard Shell. Uh, <laughs> let's hear <sighs> who would win in this. Completely, it could be it's it's whimsical. Fictional, it's fictional. whimsical. It could whimsical, be fictional. related to anything, not at all related to any person, living or dead. Uh, Benton Harshaw, <clears throat> who would win in a fight? My name is Ben Lott tonight. Who would win in a fight between a classroom full of middle schoolers and your sense of self-worth? <laughs> <laughs> All right. The, uh, the weigh-in. You show up in what you think is your best shirt with the attendance sheets, a red-eye coffee, ready to teach the young minds of America. The middle schoolers show up, their hands red with talky dust. Their parents telling them they can be anything they want. Oversized phones fully charged. Ready to call you Mr. Gay Pants for 50 minutes. 
They take a swing at you during the weigh-in. You can't do shit because of laws, you guess. <laughs> First round, entering the ring. The kids immediately ask if they can go to the bathroom. You say no. You're not allowed to go in the first 10 minutes. They roll their eyes at the referee, who's a middle-aged Hispanic janitor who you've only ever heard say, adios mio. <laughs> he counts the round in. The middle schoolers start off with a left jab, and by telling you that garbage men make more than teachers, they've checked. You dodge left and say, yes, but this job is rewarding because I get to make a difference on society. The middle schoolers throw a right hook and say, that's gay. <laughs> That somehow wins the argument. <laughs> Middle schoolers take first round. <laughs> Second round. Before the round starts, the coaches give pep talks. In the middle schooler's corner, their parents whisper in the ear of someone who has an attention span of 10 seconds so they could be president next year if they wanted to. In your corner, the principal is telling you that teachers at the school have to start buying their own toilet paper. <laughs> Second round starts. You start a roundhouse with a roundhouse kick and by pulling up a documentary on Colonial Williamsburg. The kids duck and ask, why do we have to learn this stuff anyway? You step back, parry, and say, to prepare you for college. And they say, college is gay. They win the second round, too. <laughs> Third round, you try and give a quiz. The kids say, is it a quiz about whether you're gay or not? <laughs> you go, I, I feel like I'm going to send you to the office. And it's like, oh, that gay office you go to? And you go, I, I really feel like you're overplaying it. And they don't listen. They just keep saying it and saying it and saying it. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, it works every <laughs> single time. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's about, that's it. That's it for Ben Locke's comedy ben bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, completely fictional. It's, uh, <laughs> there's no way a world like that could exist, guys. This is, this is fantasy. Sorry, Ben. It's not the Thank honors you. courses. I'll tell you that. They sit in their seats, do their work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Good old gen pop middle school. Ugh. Uh, hey, we're only three fifths of the way through. Almost there. Yeah, Segment it. four: It's dating profiles. Very, very short dating profile. <laughs> <laughs> no, pretty short. As long as they need to be. Not a page and a half. Dating is a thing. People do it like every day. If they didn't, why would there be restaurants or miniature golf? So, if you need to find a complete stranger out there to enjoy some light entertainment with, and then fondle, with consent, of course. Why not put together a dating profile, fling it into the void, and see what returns with it clutched in its maw? In Dating Profile, your job is to give us the dating profiles, dating profiles, of the following people, places, or dating profiles. Searching for love. I just realized I said dating profiles a lot in the intro to this, so now I'm accentuating it. That's okay. Um, is there something you're trying to tell us? No, really, except that I hope you've written a dating profile. Beyond that, nothing. Uh... Mark Berg, let's hear your dating profile for internet stock tips. Sup, babe? <laughs> you looking to catch some D's? And by D's, I mean dollars? Mm. Well, you found your alpha. Want to sail the high seas on an exclusive yacht? I mean, it's my dad's, but I can borrow it whenever I want. Wait. Like, need reservations for that place you like, but it's always booked out six months? <sighs> Did you hear me mention earlier who my father is? <laughs> I got you, babe. Look. I got it where it counts, in the wallet. Or virtual wallet for you cryptocurrency and NFT babes. <laughs> need help day trading? Reorganizing your portfolio? Need to make a call to Warren Buffett at 9 p.m.? I'm your bruh. I work hard and live that grand lifestyle. 5 a.m. to 12 p.m. every day, baby. You gotta be ready to make a move at any second. 
Be willing to cancel on friends and family for a buck. Don't even try to get your kids' hopes up. Let them know you're not even going to try to make it to a single one of their games this season. If you want to be like me or with me, you got to be a risk taker and bet it all. Like how I'm risking being seen by with you in public. That JPEG of a chimp smoking a Sherlock Holmes pipe? You should buy it. Fair market value on that kind of artistic chimp masterpiece is $500 alone. And he's poised to only appreciate in value. Like how only I can appreciate you. I like someone who believes in themselves. Because if you don't believe in yourself, then how can the market put value on you? Namaste. Yeah. Yeah. I hate you. You just uh, wrote the pilot for Alpha Babies. <laughs> hate you. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Mark. Uh, guys, this guy's a millionaire, and I can't, I can't. I got nothing. His dad's got a yacht. Yeah, yeah, must be nice. Hey, 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 Milk. Hey, Jesse. Uh, knowing your love of uh, beverages, I thought you would be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> thought you would be perfect for uh, this dating profile. Let's hear your dating profile from Mellow Yellow. Mellow Yellow. Uh-huh. I thought you wrote Melanie. Hello, it's a tagging. Oh shit. I was wondering. Oh, oh shit! That was too awkward. I was, <laughs> I was wondering why they were here. <laughs> Hi, no. Melanie. Hi. Something high five just happened. Uh huh. And now you're here. Yeah. Do I, a thing. I'm doing a dating profile for Mellow Yellow. All yeah. right. <clears throat> a cougar sylph. So do I'd like to fuck. That, <laughs> as the name suggests, is always down for piss play. <laughs> mm-hmm. My picture is a little old, but don't worry. I've had some work done. <laughs> go on the state, you will learn that all the work was botched. I'm highly <laughs> caffeinated, so I stay up all night long. And I'm highly hydrating, so we can play in piss all night long. And uh, once we've showered off the golden shower, you can even bring me home to meet your parents. But I have to warn you, I've probably pissed on your father. <laughs> Kissy emoji. <laughs> all right. Oh, thank you. It's <laughs> a lot of piss. Yeah. Yeah. Never enough. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Milk and Melanie. Uh, here, I go and give you an obscure beverage to riff on, and then you throw it away. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know you could tag out. Okay. Yeah. Can I We've do that with someone for the rest of the sure. show? <laughs> We've introduced a new mechanic to the show. Go get my stuffed animal. <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, thank you, uh, Melanie. Thank you. Won't be on the show if I try to book you, but Milk will get you in for a segment. All right, fine. I created their username handle. I get this. All right. That's royalties. <laughs> this was your payment. Now now you're no longer beholden to Milk Surface. I mean, that's the best deal you can get. Uh, <laughs> hey, Benton. Hi. Uh-huh. Yep. Hi. That's uh, me. Someone that, that dates uh, now, apparently. Uh, <laughs> you asked what was going on. Well, that's, that's, I want to know. Benton Harshaw, let's hear, uh, well, you've probably never been on a date with someone as sexy as this. Benton, <laughs> let's hear your dating profile for a 60-foot-tall robotic loaf of bread. Uh, if you have a gluten allergy, swipe left. <laughs> I am just saving you time. little bit about me. I was born in a sanitation facility near Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, when the coronavirus pandemic was ending, everyone was pouring out their sourdough starters <laughs> so that they could go clubbing again. 
the starter mixed with different metals and computer chips, creating me, a 60-foot-tall robotic loaf of bread. My friends sometimes call me Jesse Jones. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be honest. I'm looking for love on here. I'm a 60-foot-tall robotic piece of bread, but underneath it, I'm just a boy. A boy looking for a girl. Sure, my nipples are muffins. I shit croutons. My penis is a stale Twinkie. But I'm just looking for someone to spend the rest of my days with. For work, I terrorize small towns in Michigan. It doesn't pay much, but the benefits are good. Must be okay with pets. I have a horde of rats and small mammals that follow me, nibbling on my ass and burrowing into where my colon is. My favorite band, the Yeasty Boys. <laughs> That's a joke. I can do jokes. That's proof because I just did a joke. I am 60 feet tall. A friend of mine who uses the apps told me I needed to make that very clear. I am 60 feet tall. Lastly, as I mentioned, I do have a penis. But it is edible. So I'm looking for a woman who does not give teethy blowjobs. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Not even like the good amount, you know? I'm very scared of someone eating my penis. It almost happened with my ex, and we haven't spoken since. Please do not swipe right if you just want to eat my penis. Thank you. And remember, do not eat my penis. Please do not eat my penis. That's, that's the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the number of profiles that at some point include the phrase please do not swipe right if you plan to eat my penis it would be would be shocking <laughs> you would be surprised you'd be surprised by so how many. many have to include that so many yeah mine's literally the opposite <laughs> pew pew uh <laughs> segment 5 so we can get the hell out of here but i don't get to leave i'm here forever Ooh. <laughs> I'm gonna drive home late tonight and watch you see you again. Yeah. I'm midnight oil. Just head in my hands, just sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> just watch my back, just heave. I just I knock on the glass with a six pack. I'm like, my friend. <laughs> Segment five: Department of Tourism. Want to go somewhere? Boy, howdy, me too, pal. But where? How could you possibly decide? With all 360 degrees of shit to see, how will you ever be able to make up your mind? Well. How about these three life things try to sell you on the on a destination? In Department of Tourism, it's your job to try and convince the indecisive traveler that your place is the one they should want to visit. Or put down roots, whole new whole new ass roots. Just live in a place. Not just visit. Just live there forever. Yeah, stay. Like I do here. Hey, Mark. Hey. Let's hear uh, your tourism guide for Sorry Not Sorrysburg. All right. Do you yearn to be a total prick to those around you and try to pass off your behavior as you just trying to live your best life? Well, maybe you should consider visiting Sorry Not Sorrysburg. Here in Sorry Not Sorrysburg, we believe that you are the most important person in your direct universe. Did your child just knock over a display stand that our employees spent over six hours trying to set up? No problem! We here just say, sorry, not sorry, and move on with our day with little to no remorse for our actions. When you say this magic phrase, any resident nearby will know that you're just trying to maintain positive vibes only. 
In fact, any perceived negative vibes will have you placed in front of a tribunal for summary judgment. Sorry, not sorry. Positive vibes only. From the friendly airport staff to our overly, overly helpful gas station attendants, our residents are always helping to welcome in guests to our town and show them the sorry, not sorry lifestyle. Did your checked bag go missing from your flight? Well, maybe it's because we x-rayed that shit and we found an absolutely hideous sweater in there. So your bag got lost. Sorry, not sorry, but now you won't have to walk around wearing that appalling eyesore around town. But don't worry, because if this sort of situation happens to you, you'll be given a voucher which can be redeemed at any one of our six to nine general stores for anywhere between three and 12 items of clothing. From hoop skirts to Ugg boots, the general store has all your clothing needs. Having trouble finding your way around town? Well then stop on in at I Can't Even, where our town experts will share in your cathartic experience and you can just can't even yourself as much as your heart desires. But make sure not to mention how difficult it is to navigate around town unless you want to get hit with an okay boomer. And if you need an extra pep in your step, make sure to stop by one of our 73 cafes to grab yourself a pumpkin spice latte. Not just because it's the fall, but because it's the only type of coffee we sell year-round. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> So get, your, get yourself a Greyhound bus ticket today and head on down to Sorry's Not Sorrysburg, where every day you can be sorry, not sorry, and just vibe all day. Yeah. You can only get there by bus. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Mark. Oh, so good to have you back. Thank you. I mean that. I appreciate Genuinely. You. Just in case you... In case everybody here is, is concerned that I... I shit on you too much during a show. I, I'm not, not worried. <laughs> <laughs> it's the angry emails after the show you send us that oh, makes me question. Just, but yeah, I had to put on a strong face for the program. But now, now that I have this keyboard in front of me and my grit teeth, uh, Mark, how can people get more Mark Berg in their lives? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, you could go to college at Sacramento Community College, and you can find me there. Nice. Uh, you can you can find me on Discord and YouTube at Captain Blunder. Mm. I haven't touched my Captain Blunder page in like a year and a half. Right. Uh, you could send me a letter. My address. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to give you my address. 1710 Broadway, care of <laughs> Stab Comedy Theater. We'll send it to Mark. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. That's well, Thank you, Mark. And uh, when, when are the next uh, cat puns coming up? Capital Punishment on December 2nd at Luna's Cafe. Mm -hmm. Be there yes. and make sure to show up to Stab Comedy Theater at least once a week for your daily dose of good comedy goodness. Oh, that's nice. If only. If only that's what they I'm saying. Did. That's why people are so depressed these days. They're not, yeah. getting, they're not getting enough stab in their not life. Not getting that good comedy goodness. Yeah. <clears throat> 7 p.m. Friday. It's all we ask of you. It's all we ask. Right? COVID's over. Get the fuck outside. Yeah. Sit at random intervals go, in the theater. Go have a drink with some stranger and then maybe go take their kidneys after the show. Whatever. Sure. Whatever you need to do to get out and about. Yeah. Don't, don't live in fear, guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you, Mark. Don't let the Dems stop you. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Fucking, uh, <laughs> uh, Milk, hi there. Hi. Let's wrap up your portion of this program. Uh, Milk, make us want to visit Goodwill, Sylvania. 
All right, all right, I got something for this. Okay. Uh, welcome to Goodwill, Sylvania. You uh, tired that are going to places that everyone else wants to go? Why not come where no one wanted to go? But your grandpa had to come here 12 years ago because it's all he could afford. Uh, it's like, no, nah, but not. Nah. Goodwill, Sylvania. It's... <laughs> Here, um, we used to be a lot cheaper. Now we're kind of, it, it takes just as much to get here as it does anywhere. There's really not much incentive. Um, Goodwill, Sylvania, every once in a while you might find a jacket that you like. Uh, some dude came and got something and put it on Instagram. That was cool. Uh, Goodwill, Sylvania. Mm, no, the rest. Oh, you're just here for the job fair? Yeah. <laughs> All right, all right. My favorite thing on Stab <laughs> is when I can clearly see that someone has nothing written and they still look at their pen <laughs> yeah. and pad. Well, that was part of the bit was he's like reading it. Sure. Yeah. sure. So earlier, my uh, one prompt, I was like, I'm I'm just going to improv this one. What? And, well, oh, hold on. So that was the verses. I was like, that one I'm going to improv. Sure. This one, I ran out of time. Oh, well. Yeah, and then so. you you outsourced one of them. <laughs> yeah, like, like yeah. what J.C. Penney does with their clothing. <laughs> well, yeah, that's because my original plot for that one fell to pieces. I was going to have uh, visual aid, multi parts. I hired a, a choir. Sure, it did well, work. <laughs> well, I'm glad you joined us to do forty percent of what you were asked. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they call me forty percent milk. <laughs> No, we appreciate the honey milk. Uh, you were asked like Monday or something, Tuesday probably. It was probably Tuesday. So thank you for, for, for helping out in all of the ways that you help milk. Wait, are you saying I wasn't the first choice? No, I was. I, oh, okay. I, you were. When were you asked? <laughs> I don't know. Like uh, I, I had, I had a couple like weeks ago. Somebody, yeah. somebody dropped. That's what it was. So that's why you're. That's why a I comedian to... dropped out of a show. I know, what? right? It's you, crazy. You can do that. <laughs> you can drop I, no, no, no. You can I drop out of this show. They drop dead. Okay. You can just, you can just message the host two hours before and be like, "I'm not gonna make it." Oh yeah, I have never had that happen. I milk thing. How uh, how can people uh, enjoy more milk surface where they work in bank? Uh well, if they're around uh, the Sacramento area, pull up Tinder. I'm lonely. Uh, you can find me at um, Nymphomercial, wherever you get podcasts. Domain Dice, wherever you get podcasts. Mm -hmm. You can come into the Stab Theater when it's cold at night and no one's here and you can hear me crying above the bathrooms in a little camp that I've made. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You can also find my podcast, Radio Flom. It's spelt funny, so it's hard to find. Just type in F-L-O-M-M. -M. Mm -hmm. It's unlike any podcast you've ever heard. I'm not saying that's a good thing. It's just true. <laughs> I like it. I like why. I do too. Though I haven't listened. You know, I don't listen. To, I don't listen to podcasts, guys. <laughs> Who does that? <sighs> if you are going to listen to podcasts, do it on Good Pods. Yeah, Good Pods app. You got the Good Pods app? Check it out. Thank you, Milk. Uh, so good. We're going to be doing some brainstorming this weekend <laughs> to try and make me not hate being here. Uh, <laughs> That's not profitable. <laughs> Fenton! Hey, before we get to you closing this out, and I just noticed I misspelled your... Hopefully you got the gist. Um, I didn't, actually. Oh. <laughs> okay, good. Good. That's what happens when you make a, a fake compound word. It, some, it won't spell check you, and then you end up sending it wrong. Uh, and 
Yeah, no, I was like, that's not, what is that a yeah, reference to? I hope, uh, well, you know what? Whatever you did with it. Uh, Benton, how can people uh, enjoy more Benton Harshaw in their lives? When does this come out? 2024? I don't know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I can't plug any dates. There's people watching. Uh, I'm in Sonora tomorrow night. If anyone watching is in Sonora, oh. closing out a show in Sonora. Good. Never been to Sonora before. Uh, Toys for Tots, December 2nd. Oh. Uh, at the comedy spot. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> my show Why'd you look? <laughs> uh, well, it's for charity, so I'll yeah. plug it. Uh, and then some random, I think, some random dates and SF, and I don't have my... There's there's the first week of December is busy, but I, I can't remember. Uh, but check Bad Boy Benton on Instagram. Mm -hmm. That's where you'll find. That's where you'll find me. For sure. I need to change your. Info. I need to change most people's titles. Uh -huh. There, I probably have like Benton Harsh on Twitter or some nonsense, and that platform doesn't exist anymore. Uh, I don't even have a Twitter. <laughs> I found no one does. <laughs> yeah, no Benton. one's about to. Benton Harshaw. Um, this was supposed to be. Oh, sure. If I click on it, you offer a suggestion for how to spell it properly? Fuck you, Google. Um, the, you, you were given the town of, oops, all cannibalston, or that's what was it was supposed to be. You got, oops, all cannibalston, just one in. Oh, uh, it's a know. town? Cannibalston, you know. Like, oh, I thought it was a municipality. That fucks this all up. I mean, I, I did. All right. Listen. I made a map. <laughs> I'll is, just do the bit. I'll just do the in, bit. Uh, <laughs> it, it is in Department of Tourism. So, so the gist of the segment is town. Okay. Yeah. I but if you, you know change how the taxes work, then the joke is fucked. You know I, don't even, I don't even feel guilty for barely uh, again, writing this one. Half again, the people on the show can't read. You're a, fine. About a quarter of the show hasn't uh, been done according to what was asked. So, uh, Benton, just give us whatever the fuck you scribble-scrabbled. All right, all right, all right. You walk in to your, you need a job. You walk into a restaurant, and uh, some guy comes up to you, and he's in a, he's kind of kind of creepy looking. He's kind of a weird looking guy. Short, got big old blonde, blonde highlights. <laughs> Looks like um, Anton Chigurh in uh, No Country for Old Men. We've seen that movie. Sure. Okay. Yeah, Things like that. He goes, uh, welcome to Oopsal Cannibalton. It's a restaurant themed after the popular show and documentary on Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> I'm the mascot, Jeffrey the Eater. <laughs> so you want to work here? Well, there's a few things that you should know. This is a restaurant, though it is modeled as a musty studio apartment <laughs> with a futon with bloodstains on it. It's a few things you should also know. Your uniform is a baggy gray hoodie and sunglasses. Plastic gloves always, not even just when we're handling the food. Every third drink we serve is drugged. <laughs> <laughs> we only serve people from Minneapolis. <laughs> <laughs> The menu is mostly finger foods. Haha, -ha, little joke we have. <laughs> we have other foods. Liver foods, brain foods, <laughs> toe foods, other various foods. <laughs> the police come by sometimes, but then we just pretend this is a studio apartment. <laughs> <laughs> 
the benefits. Fuck it, it's not written. Uh, <laughs> oh, you give other people. Oh, oh, oh. Improv for me, but not for thee. Do it. Go for it. This show used to be written. Go ahead. It did. Most of them were written. Okay. Just like, just like most of our customers <laughs> never <you> leave. <laughs> and that's the end of the bit. But I'm going to talk like this for the rest of the night, oh, even after the show is over. <laughs> please do. will never not be hard. And Stab is over! Thank you for joining us tonight. And of course, a very special thank you to our amazing panel, Mark Berg, Milk Surface, Melanie and Ford. Benton Harshaw, and Melanie Ford. A brief appearance featuring Melanie Ford. Uh, want to catch the Stab Show live as it happens? Well, if you want it all uncomfortably in your business, you can come on down to the Stab Comedy Theater in person. Or you can catch it from, the, from a comfortable distance on Stab TV on Twitch. Either way, Friday nights at 7, and you're there. Or if you'd like a more leisurely ingestion of the Stab Show, you can get Stab via the podcast provider of your choice. Via Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or the Good Pods app. And that's all we got for you tonight, folk. So until next time, I've been your host, Jesse Jones. And you've been pretty gosh darn amazing your own selves. Oh, don't think it's not going noticed. Good night. Oh, we're done. Oh. <laughs>